And it's good to be in the house of God tonight, and I thank y'all for letting me be a part of your uh, New Year's Eve service. I'm uh, very privileged, very honored just to stand before you tonight and uh, and put uh, and give the word that God has put on my heart. And if I stood here and said nothing else but that I come to tell you he's alive, that would be enough. Amen. He's, he's done a lot in my life, and he's, it's, it, it's pray God, Lord, for praise Him for 2017, what He's done in my life, and I'm looking forward to 2018, and I'm looking forward to growing our faith. And and I believe, in Brother Austin, we need a we need a year of revival, and I think he's going to do it, and I think he's on the right path. Uh, you know, I'll share with you, you know, a couple probably a couple months ago, Brother Bobby, you probably don't remember saying it, but you came in one Sunday morning and said that uh, that you couldn't feel God, that he he wasn't where you thought he was, and I, you know, that that stuck with me because I, I tell you what, I think God's moving is what that is. I think God is on the move. God was he he was stirring in your heart, and I, I appreciate you saying that because that that triggered something inside of me, and I, man, I, I tell you, he's. He's done a lot in my life, and he, I think he's continued just to see our faith grow. And so I'm, I'm really excited about being here and really excited about bringing this word to you. If you've got your Bibles tonight, if you will, if you'll stand and turn the book of Romans and chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, we're going to be reading verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Well, I like that. And not only so, but we glory in the tribulations also, knowing that tribulations worketh patience, patience experience, experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because of the, the love of God is shed abroad our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Brother Alan, would you pray for us? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you again. Be in your house. Thank you for your word, Lord, tonight, God. I thank you, Lord, God, that you used me mighty way, God, that you would use me today. We can hear your words. The words you'd have me to say tonight, God, that you... Lord, they've won your loss, Lord. God, you're too much. God, tonight, I want to thank you for that. Become one of your children, child, Lord, tonight. We thank you for being here, Lord, and just bless this service in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. The Lord had laid on my heart. Uh, he's been dealing with me in this message. And, you know, the first of this week, you know, I, I told Erica the story. I woke up one uh, one morning. God had just stirred in my heart, and and it was a it was a, a message of of grace and faith and hope. And just those words came to me, and and I was like, man, that'd be a That'd be a pretty good sermon. Maybe I need to write that down. I got to start taking some notes on these kind of things and and start paying more attention to that. And I, you know, that, that morning, Austin called me and said, "Hey, would you like to preach a New Year's Eve service?" And so God had already given me the words and what I was supposed to be saying before I even knew I was going to need it. And that's just, I thank God for that, and I thank God for for Austin allowing me to do this. But you know, God has dealt with me in this passage in Scripture uh, concerning the nature of faith and. The way I look at it, before you can understand faith, we need to know grace. As Austin said, grace is the is the ultimate gift of God. His his Christmas message is talking about the the gift of grace, and it, it came from God and, and through the blood of Jesus that we have access to God, the Father, the Savior of all mankind, through our faith because of that gift, because of that grace. And uh, by understanding grace. We can understand no more how to grow in our faith, so we can see revival. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, I was in a Sunday school class with Erica, my wife, and uh, we, we were going around the room, and they were 
a teacher had asked, said, what, what are you most thankful for God for? And, you know, everybody's giving their answers, and it was getting close to me, and I'd, I'd come up, and I thought it was a pretty good answer, you know, and got to Erica first, and she just says, well, I'm, I'm just thankful for His grace, and I, I just, I stopped. I was, I was like, oh, man, that's, that's, that's a, first of all, that's a really churchy thing to say, so I was, <laughs> I was like, that's actually a pretty good answer, <laughs> and then I started thinking about it, and I, and I, as well as, uh, you know, reminding me back in school when somebody comes up to you and they ask you the question in classroom and you had something thought out in your head and the person that goes before you said something far more intelligently sounding than what you had going on in your head. And he's like, yeah, she, she took my answer. I just had to amen that and go on because <laughs> I was thankful for, her, for his grace. And that was, and that, that spoke to me. And, I, I, and man, I don't know what it's like in, in your lives at home, but, you know, I know in mine that uh, my wife seems to get things a little quicker than I do. And that, that's, that's kind of one of them. And so it got me thinking about what is grace. And see, the Apostle Paul uses that term grace in the book of Romans 24 different times. And, and in the Greek, that word grace is translated charis. And I made my extent of Greek knowledge ends at the Costas menu. And so I may have butchered the term charis, but praise God, the meaning of that word is unmerited favorable disposition. That, that unmerited grace is what we receive through Christ Jesus and His sacrifice for for, all the, for our substitutionary death on the cross. And, and that means we can't do enough to earn it. We can't purchase it. it. It can't be given unto us in any other way except by faith. And by that faith is how we come access into that grace. And you know, it got me thinking, well, grace, as often as that is, is the ultimate gift. You will never receive a better gift of salvation and the apostle paul uses grace in terms of salvation here just to illustrate that as he emphasizes 24 different times chorus grace and even brother matt whenever he preached on christmas morning in ephesians i see ephesians chapter 2 here by grace we are saved and, and through faith not of ourselves and it's it's a gift of god amen i think i thank you for that message because that i tell you what man that that touched me because it's that that grace then translates into our faith. Now, see, one thing that we, we, we have to understand is the devil can't touch your grace. He can, grace is everlasting. Grace is abundant. It's given freely. He can never touch your grace. And thank God I'm saved. I'm so just proud to stand here and be saved tonight. Uh, but the, what he tries to do is convince you by attacking your faith. And, and at church, this is how we, we have to go around that. Right here in, in Romans chapter 5, it says, Rejoice in the tribulations also. And the devil's tried to get us to play by different rules. The devil's tried to tell you the tribulations are are terrible things. That he he's trying to use that to diminish your faith. He's trying to use that to to to, to bring that level down. He's, he's trying to attack you in that realm. God's trying to use those tribulations not to grow your faith. It's the exact opposite. God's trying to build you up through that. He's trying to build your faith because God is preparing a work for you to do. God. God's grace has given you a purpose. God's grace, I, I'm a new creation. I've been saved anew. I, 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 my desires are no longer that of the flesh. I, I, and so God has given us a new purpose when He saved us by His grace. And so with that purpose, well, we have to understand that we, God will not put us in a position uh, where our faith is not ready to proceed. And so it, for, for me, the understanding the, the purpose of, of, of faith, uh, just thinking back in the book of Exodus, God's grace came upon the Hebrews and came upon Moses, and Moses led his people out of bondages. He freed them from sins. Amen. He freed them from 
uh, from the Pharaoh. He he released them in, from slavery. They were sins. They were they were they were in chains in bondage in Egypt, and, and God's grace came upon them and freed them. What he do next? He took them in the wilderness, and, and and he showed them the promised land. He showed them where you're going to go. He showed them the land of Canaan. He he gave them their purpose. He showed them there uh, what they would what they were called to do. Uh, you know what happened next though. It, they send twelve spies out. Two of them came back with a faith. Two of them came back ready to go. We can, we can do it. We can, we can take it. And ten of them came back and said, "No, we can't," and because their faith, their faith wasn't ready. So you can, if you're here not and you're saved by grace, praise God, Amen. But uh, the faith has got to be strengthened. The faith has to grow. The faith has to continue to evolve and develop and and, and get stronger in order for you to accomplish what God's ultimate purpose is for your life and what He set you out to do. You can spend 40 years sitting on the wrong side of the Jordan River looking at the, looking at the promised land and not do anything about it. But praise God, that's, a, that's, that's where grace and faith, they're, they're inseparable. They, 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 that's how that grows together. Yeah, many people make New Year's resolutions concerning fitness, for example. I, I found that analogy fitting uh, for tonight because it, in order to build muscle or to strengthen a muscle you have to add resistance and adding the resistance there's a there's a term in fitness called time under tension you have to spend a lot of time under tension for that muscle to develop for that body to change for you to get stronger and, and go forward and do do stronger things wouldn't it make sense then that the god of all creation the god that made the body the god that made the muscles that would then use that same principle in your spiritual fitness. And praise God. So that's why it says rejoice in the tribulations. Rejoice in, rejoice in the trials. Rejoice in the storms because he's in control of it. A lot of times we worry about, about the how. You say, preacher, I'm, I'm so far down deep in, into my trial. I'm so far down deep into my storm that I, I can't see any hope. There's, there's no hope. Well, Paul says hope that is seen is no hope at all. So it, it, goes, it just stands to reason that... In order for us to grow in our faith, we have to have that time and attention. We have to have resistance because that's what's enabling God to do a work in our lives. And we spend too much time worrying about the how. How, God, am I going to get out of this situation that I'm in? How, God, am I going to understand the circumstances around where I'm at? How, God, can I? I don't, I don't see any way how. Well, our, we don't need to know the how. We just need to know the who. Amen. And, that's, and he's already handled the how. But praise God, then that's how church going forward in 2018, hard to believe we're already here, but it's, if we need a year of revival, which, amen, we do, it's, it's, it's going to be involved in about growing our faith. It's grace, grace is the greatest gift you ever receive. It's, it's abundant and it's freely given. It's unmerited favor. The, the Lord of the world has given you an unmerited favor that you can do nothing about earning. Uh, and he's, he's, you're standing out at the precipice of where your faith is going to lead you. And, you're, and if you're too scared to wade out in the, rivers of the, or the waters of the Jordan River, uh, there's, there's no hope to it. The, the hope is in Christ Jesus. The hope is in the blood. The hope comes from, from, from grace. And it comes from growing our faith. Grace is the provision of God, but faith is our appropriation of what we do with it. And so uh, and tonight, church, that's just... I'm urging if you're here tonight, if you're if you're wondering, you're thinking back on 2017, and and you're you're saying it's been a hard year, and 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 for many of us, I know I know we've had our difficulties. I know there's been some trials and tribulations, and in, in a room this size with this many people in it, I know there's some there's some heartache, there's some trials, and, and there's been some storms. But but rejoice, 
Rejoice. Praise Him. Praise God because that just means He's up to something. That means He's got something planned for you. He's, he's doing a work in your life. And that's what that means. He's preparing you for something. So uh, I just say thank God tonight. Praise Him for what He's going to do in 2018. Go ahead and declare victory and claim it in 2018 for, for battles that you've won that you don't even know you've won yet because that's, that's where it's come from. That's where the strength comes from. That's where our hope is. And at church, I'm just, uh, that's where, where God has, has led me to, to preach tonight is His message on, on faith. And I, I found that very fit. And I, I was telling Chet, my father-in-law coming in tonight, I said, you know, between Austin and, and, and Matt's message on Christmas, we've, we've been preaching the series and didn't know about it. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's, been, the, that's been the grace of God. And that's how I think He's, he's laid us out a, a, an opportunity to, to go into 2018, to go into a new year serving him in a, in a renewed vigorous way because uh, he's going he's going to strengthen our faith our faith and, and and by the grace of God we're we're saved but it, it comes through faith and once we we get to that point where we're rejoicing we're not going to play by the same rules that the devil's tried to lie. you're not going to listen to the same lies you've been listening to the same same doubts and the same the, the enemy's tried different tactics but it's all been the same way to attack your faith but but now this this is a year we we change that because it God's telling us, don't just rejoice in it because I'm going to use it. I'm going to use those trials. I'm going to use those tribulations. And it's going to bring glory and hope to us and but glory to Him. And so I thank you tonight, church. And I, as you, I thank you for my part of this service. And I'll, I'll turn it over to Brother Matt here. Uh, just, I, I thank you for the opportunity to stand here. But I, more importantly, I thank, I thank God, Lord, for, for what He's done in my life. And because and I know, you know we, we can go through this next year with a faith and the power to know that above all else, I don't need a fat bank account to tell me that he is my provider. He is Jehovah Jireh. Praise God. I don't need a doctor's report to tell me that he is Jehovah Rafika. And God, he'll heal you. He's a redeemer. He's my rescuer. He's my savior. I thank God for him tonight. Yeah. So let's go in shouting to 2018. Thank God. Praise it. Love you, church. Thank you. Yeah.